Shut up and sit down. What is going on, dads? And welcome to episode 24 of the Dads at the Dark Show. Recorded on Sunday, November 22nd, 2020. We host Drew and John, and thank you for joining us tonight for some Nintendo and holiday cheer. Ah, John, buddy, uh, it's magic in the air. Thanksgiving's around the corner. Christmas will be here before we know it. And mm. my state is shut down. Um, we were told Ooh. we are not allowed to have Thanksgiving with anybody that we do not live with. Uh, that was our governor orders. Um, mm. Mm. So the question is, do I break the orders or do you not break the orders? I I have been very uh, strict. Hi, Drew. I have been very <laughs> strict with uh, lockdown since March. Mm. And yeah, we are having our in-laws over and my uh, my wife's brother you know like that whole pod yeah 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 um but we that they've been our pod our family pod we haven't seen our whole family correct um that's been our pod so i feel a little guilty about it um but at the same time i think our governor has said um to to not have thanksgiving with people that we haven't spent time with recently so yeah um yeah that's my pod too actually My, my mom and my brother and his family. So that's it. Yeah. Uh, it, less than 10 people. So that's good. I think that'll be my pod, but I'll be good. But um, what else have you been up to? You know, how's, how's your daughter's um, arm? Oh, yeah. Her arm is okay. She's wearing a she's wearing a brace. Yeah. She she jumped off of a uh, trampoline mm. um, and pretended she Does was it. a cat. Yeah, this was like a week and a half ago. Sounds <laughs> so, just like my daughter. That's something she would do. Jumped right into the ground, and she really hurt. I thought her arm was broken, which is funny because right. it would have been the second time she broke her arm. And the first time she broke her arm, I was insisting to my wife that she totally did not break her arm <laughs> because I was squeezing her arm, and it didn't really hurt her that much. And uh, But then she did break her arm, and this what time an I was convinced, I know, <gasps> I was convinced she broke her arm. And she didn't really break her arm, but it's a buckle fracture. So it, technically it is breaking of an arm, but it's she didn't need a cast. So that was great. Yes. Well, that, that's great news. Um, yeah. And I'm excited for tonight. Tonight we're doing a little something different. We'll get into it a little bit later. But um, I mean, new format, maybe a, a new little, I don't want to say, you know, celebrity host, maybe, John. <laughs> But, well, it's uh, not a celebrity host, but <laughs> I will say stick around after our goodbyes. Uh, we've got something funny that we put together. So, Absolutely. Yeah. What else? Anything else? Or you want to move right into uh, some, some video game talk? I I have played a lot of games this week. And I before we get into what we've been playing, I wanted to ask you about, Uh-oh. have you ever gotten like sick of gaming? Yeah, I have. Uh, I, I'm, I'm actually just did a nice detox of um kind of no gaming what is a detox not really playing any games Mm. you know what i I finished up what the hell did i end up playing i played pumpkin jack um was there another game in there that i played i feel like a long time ago hades pumpkin jack and i think that was kind of it and i kind of took like two or three weeks off and um it was great Uh, i watched a lot (laughs) of tv with the wife we started watching Breaking Bad. Um, we've never Ooh, seen it. We are so good. We are a few episodes into season three already. Oh. Um, 
but love good, it. Right? It's, it's good. It's good. There's times it gets a little dragged out, and I don't want to say boring, but I think there's moments that make up for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, I've been watching a ton of all of the Mandalorian, and then um, yeah, the you know it's the holiday season, so the kids were watching all types of fun Christmas movies. So I introduced them to Home Alone today. Um, that was the first time they saw that. Just, you know, enjoying it and, and watching a lot of TV more than I usually do, I guess you could say. But but that has all changed because, I, you know, the video game season is upon us. But um, yeah. but you have been doing the opposite of me, Detotson. And yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you've been cheating. You've been cheating. I, I've been cheating. But let, let's get into let's get into what you have been playing. All right, Drew. So um, when last we chatted and I'm I'm looking at the list of games that I've played, this is like a very Tim-esque list. Um, maybe not as long, but <laughs> this, somebody, the, the first game on this list I was playing two weeks ago, I had just started playing that day. And I think I had told you I was playing one other game, but I didn't want to talk about it yet because mm-hmm. um, I just started. Anyways, I did do a 30 second review on it. That game was Cardo. Um was cheating on my with my uh, my game pass. Um, mm-hmm. This was a game that actually got announced for Switch, um, but it's just one of those things where it comes out on Game Pass too, and it's like, well, I'll play it for free. And I, this is an interesting one. Cardo was very interesting. The trailer kind of showed it as a puzzle game. You might remember this. It's like a puzzle game where you're on a map and you can move pieces of the map all around. Oh yes, and that I, changes I, the world. I saw your review on this. So yeah. Um, and there was like some scenes with bears and animals and stuff. So I was telling my wife, you might like this cause she likes the cute games. And, um, so I decided to play it and do a review on it. And I did have a lot of fun with it. It's, um, you know, some story where you get stripped away from your granny and you have this power to move maps around and they did really, it, it, it's definitely puzzle game. And they did some really interesting things with it, like things I've never seen in a game before. Um, the thing was, after like three or four stages, uh, or I guess chapters, I was like ready for it to end. And it went 10 chapters. Um, I think at some point they, they had some interesting uses of this map mechanic. But you can just after a while, it was just getting a little bit old. Um, Mm -hmm. and then it was one of those games by the end of it. I just wanted it to end. Um, but overall it's, it's a good game. And if you like puzzle games, um, you'll really like it. I think a casual gamer would really enjoy it. It's not hard. There's no battling. There's no fighting. Um, just sometimes you have to figure out what to do and how to spin the map. And it got very meta where early in the game, you're moving the tiles around to make things happen. But like the world almost doesn't know that you're doing that and you're making things happen later on. You're moving the map in order to do things. And like in my review, I talk about how there's like a safe with a little, you know, like a combination lock. And you actually have to spin the map tile to unlock it, which was like, whoa, whoa. It's like the world knows it's on a map Mm. that you're spinning, you know, deception level shit there. But it was fun. I don't know if it's. If you, shorter I, game is it i mean it sounds like a little bit of a it wasn't a long game it was under 10 hours um i would wait for a sale but it's a good game um it's a good game um but i wouldn't pay 20 bucks for it not that good um but it was fun so 
Um, yeah. And then uh, I did play some more Marvel Spider-Man. Uh, I 100%ed the main campaign, which was, oh my God. Like, I, I a lot of people love this game. It's gotten a lot of acclaim. Um, but if you're trying to be a completionist about it, they really went way overboard with the thing. Um, there is, I just want to talk about this one part there. So in Spider-Man, you're, you're in New York, which is really cool. There's actual New York scenes. Washington Mm -hmm. square park is there and it's like really cool. Like, wow, it's not, it's not exactly New York, but like certain locations, there's radio city music hall. You can walk right up to, it's very cool. Mm -hmm. But so they separate it out into districts and then each district has, uh, 20 crimes that can occur and these are like there's i can't remember but there's like bunches of different crimes there's crimes where people are in a getaway car there's crimes where they rob a bank there's crimes where um like the like kind of the military in the city that's taking over you have to fight them mm-hmm. and every district has these 20 crimes and they just sort of pop up randomly um they're not in any particular location and oh my god, like I largely ignored them during the game because I was going through the campaign. And then I went to each district and I was trying to like do these 20 crimes. They are so repetitive. <laughs> like it was the same animations, the oh. same thing. Like this one in this one case, you come across, they're like, oh, you got to go to this intersection and you go and there's a car accident. And there's like every single time it's the same three cars that have crashed and the same person is trapped in the driver's seat and you have to pull the same crate out of their way and then you have to go rescue the other person pull them it's it's like the well, same John, thing the you have to that finish you had to finish I know, it i know oh my god it was so repetitive and so boring and i spent hours doing all of them and i did do so. and then i did the first dlc and that was really fun and they were short um just a few hours to kind of finish it all so I've got two more DLCs to go, but I kind of stopped for now. So um, my son is still playing, though. He's really enjoyed it. Um, oh. Great game. It's a it's a great game. I'm not sure if it's worth completing, but um, doing all the side quests and stuff for fun. There's lots of dialogue and storyline that's new. But uh, doing all the crimes and all that, I mean, you can unlock costumes. Um, so... Uh, I have nothing more to say about Spider-Man. Everyone knows that's a great game. How about you? I got some other games, but uh, what have you been playing? Well, like I said, not much. Um, but I've been holding off for Hyrule Warriors, of course, or Calamity, which came out Friday. Uh, I went and picked it up. So I didn't have much time in before that. But uh, to date, I have about 11 hours in. I made it through three chapters. Um, oh, wait, hang on a second. Does that include your demo time or that? Did you start it again? continue from your demo. I did not start it again but that's a good question I don't know if it counted my demo time if it carried it over or not it's a good point I don't know okay. it's irrelevant though um, right. so I'm through three chapters of the game and I'm going to be blunt John when I first and I, I kind of expressed this to you I was a little like I mean I knew what I was getting into right I played the original Hyrule Warriors game and I loved it so I knew as far as the, the 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 format of the game and the the battle system, I I got all of that. I think the hype for this was so high for me, and I think for everybody, that when I started playing it, I did feel a little disappointed. And maybe maybe you know I I kept playing, and I'm still going to continue playing because I love it. It's a it's a great game. Don't get me wrong, but um, 
I think I was disappointed with the story at first. Maybe it was a little slow moving, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I guess we kind of know the story. Let's be honest, right? I mean, we, we kind of know the story a little bit. So, again, I, I don't even think I'm halfway through the game. So there's there's a ton of more stuff that could happen and develop. And I'm really starting now to, to like it a little bit more. But essentially, as you as you play, um, and again, I'm going to try really hard not to spoil anything. I'm not going to give any storylines or no, anything like that. But, but the way the game is set up, there's like one or two main missions. And as you remember, the main missions or main levels take like 30 to 45 minutes sometimes, um, especially if you explore the, the big, large map. And it's the, it's the same concept as all the other Hyrule Warriors, right? Go to your stronghold and take the base over and go over here and fight that guy and that guy. Um, fine. It's, it's great. And then in between there, um, they they have the Breath of the Wild map, right? Which I just found very, I don't know. I mean, I get it's huge, but the way they have all these little side missions set up, right? There's a few different side missions where you can just go fight, level up your characters, and it's like a five-minute little quest. And then there's the cooking hmm. stuff. There's the level upgrades. There's so many little icons that are popping up on your map that you know complete. And every time you move on to the next chapter, you know, and you beat it one, there's all these other icons that pop up. So I've been <laughs> I've been doing all the icons before I move on each chapter. Uh, it just seemed to me like it was kind of like a, a shit show mess at first. Like it was hard to really f- the flow. There was no flow. And I guess that's really the point of Hyrule Warriors. There really isn't um, or Warriors games really in, in general. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe my expectation of it was just a little bit higher. The other thing that really pissed me off and i can't remember how the other warrior games do it but the the weapon i hate the weapons how they are doing them with um fusing the weapons and trying to upgrade the weapons i remember back um the way it was was it that way yeah it's just it's so cumbersome especially you you end up like with like 30 of them and it's just like oh they're all the same it's just a weird system to do i know and then the problem is you have 10 people right so in between levels, you get all these weapons, and I want to go, you know, again, I want to go upgrade my weapons. So I have to go into each person separately and just <laughs> use the weapons. It's just like it, it's a pain in the butt. Like, I dread doing it almost, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So th- that stuff blows. I mean, the actual gameplay, it's exactly what everybody needs. It's just, a, you know, the hat and slash, mindless fun game. I love even doing a little bit of, you know, exploring where you can find the, the Korot seeds and you find a chest off the beaten path and, and stuff like that. It is it is fun. It's a good, great game. And the story's really starting to pick up a little bit more now. But um, again, three chapters in and it's like, OK, like, I don't know. I guess I'm maybe waiting for a surprise. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm like, we know the story. What You know, there's no big surprise. Yeah. When but I think fun. of when I think of playing it, my body has gets physically tired mm-hmm. um and it's like because you played hyrule warriors but like yeah you're doing that again there's a lot of yeah. just repetition in the game especially if you want to like level up a character because you can yeah. like pay money right? right i don't know if they still have the same way yep, where you can pay do. money they to do. upgrade someone but it, it's like there's so much repetition to it and you're like i'm gonna go into this level again um, and they take like 30 minutes and it's like, ah, they do. They do. Yeah. I, I'm going to be curious to see if and what end game content is. Mm. And if there's a, um, you know, what's, what's the motivation to continue playing after you beat the story mode? 
Um, that that I will be interested to see. Because right now, I don't know. I don't really see or understand exactly. You know. I, I know people that I know one guy who was playing Fire Emblem Warriors for like a couple of years after it came out. And I was like, I was like, I loved that game. But like, what keeps you playing? And he's like, I'm trying to level up everybody to max level. And it's like, why? I know. <laughs> and I yeah. love that game, you know, so it's like, yeah, I'm curious with this one. I, I noticed in the demo, like you said, the, the things pop up and there's these other things to do, which seems very different from Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, like this could help to level you up or do something or maybe just give you some variety of gameplay. But what is the motivation to do all of these things, considering what? every level is just full of repetition? Again, I haven't played Hyrule Warriors since Wii U days, so I I'm really trying to think back. But one feature that they have, which I don't remember them having, which I like, is if you're in a in a, one of the large maps and you have like three or four characters in that level where you can switch mm -hmm. between them, they now if you pause it, you can order that character to go to a destination. Again, I don't remember if they had that. Yeah, so, yeah, you had that. Yeah, so that that helps. I think that the I did the demo. I didn't really realize that. I guess maybe I didn't. I didn't really explore that feature. So that helps it. You know, definitely in, increase. Um, well, reduces the time in the level. Really, it makes it makes you more of like a strategist. You know, you send somebody here, you send somebody yeah. there. I think that was uh, a better system in Fire Emblem Warriors. Okay. That's why I loved Fire Emblem Warriors was like directing people and strategizing mm -hmm. and that I actually love the characters in Fire Emblem Warriors better because I, I just love Fire Emblem. Mm -hmm. um, but in this game, because I think we are closer to the characters, especially after playing Breath of the Wild, you know, it's like sending people over and you want to send people over and try to like get them to level up as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm curious. I have I have not started this game yet. Um, we were thinking we might be talking about it together, but mm. I did buy it today and I'm going to be starting it. I would have started it tonight, but probably probably start yeah. it tomorrow. Like I said, overall, um, I'm still enjoying the game. I think my hype level was more, uh, the breath of the wild and just trying to forget in that. Wait a minute. This is a Hyrule Warriors game, which is fun. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're yeah. lots of fun. Uh, but the level designs have been great. Uh, which I really, really enjoy, which, you know, I, I enjoy exploring the different levels and, and really that's it. I mean, it's good. It's, 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 it is what it is. If I had to give it a grade so far, I know it's probably not fair because I've only played less than half, but so far I would say that's like six and a half to seven, mm. uh, maybe a seven, solid seven. And, um, you know, maybe that will change going up or down two weeks from now in our next show. I'll let you know. I expect you to have it done by next episode. I think I'll be done with the main story. I just don't know what else will be going on with it. But what about you? You've been playing other games as well. Uh, yeah, I did finish up Pikmin. Um, I had started. I, you know, I I went a week without playing Pikmin. Like just, and I never like go a week. I think I went a week without playing my Switch. Um, and I think because I was really excited to play Pikmin and I was really enjoying Pikmin, but I had I had played through it on Wii U, so it was like a second time, but. I really wanted to play through it and do all the extra content and get all the fruits and, and be more completionist about it. And uh, yeah, the other day I, I got all the fruits before I went and fought the boss. I actually didn't even know I was coming up on the boss. I just did what one of your things is I had I had all of the different types of Pikmin. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of fruit you can't get until you have like the water Pikmin or the flying Pikmin. So once I had them all. Um, I was like, okay, cool. Let me just get all the fruits before I continue. I had, oh no, you don't play Pikmin, but in Pikmin, mm -hmm. when you get fruit, it turns into juice. And then 
you need to use a juice to play another day. So if you run out of juice, your game is over. Like over, 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 over. But you can um, reload a safe state. Well, well, I so I've never run out of juice. It's not something that will happen unless you're just like completely wasting your time. If you play a day and you get the fruit that you should be able to get, you won't have any problem. And by the end of the game, I had 60 juices. So I could have played Sounds 60 dirty. days and done nothing. <laughs> um <laughs> But, I mean, if you try to get all the fruit, you're going to end up with tons and tons of juices. How long's a so, day in the game? Oh, how long's a day? About 15 to 20 minutes, I guess. Um, and I then you do nothing. a lot of pausing in the game, too. You can, like, bring up your map and then send people to locations or just look at the map and see where the fruit is. That pauses your day. Um, so, But uh, you, usually about 25 minutes per day. Um, interesting. And, uh, and sometimes you'll do a day where you'll go to a location only because there's one fruit you haven't gotten and then you get the fruit and then you can just end your day um so you can cut it short a little bit that's it i really enjoyed it second time through i really didn't remember much from the first time i played um i got all the fruit but i didn't do any of the extra content yet but i will i will go back to it um i've heard the extra content is not that long hmm. like an hour or something like that so um i'm gonna do the extra content and then, uh, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I definitely recommend it. I still feel like you should play it. Um, yeah. no it's interest. a good time. So, um, yeah, I'll come back to that. Which is weird. I like real-time strategy games. It's just so unique and and versus other real-time strategy games where like, maybe you don't get connected with your characters. Like, you get very protective of your Pikmin. You know, when I they get see eaten, that. you feel it. You're like, I, I let them down. As a parent, it's like how you feel. It's like, I let my Pikmin down. They got eaten by that bug. But in, in the end, when I was fighting the final boss, um, I won't spoil it too much, but the final boss is not a character you fight in a day. You will, like, advance in the in the, the final boss stage, mm -hmm. and then the day will end. And um, I would just let the day end because I didn't feel like running out. <laughs> so I had mass casualties. And it took me like six game days to finally beat the final boss. Um, and I was playing, actually, I was playing in hard mode. And at the end of the game, I realized, oh, I was playing in hard mode. No wonder that battle was so hard or harder than I remember. And then my friend reminded me that hard mode in this game is normal mode from the Wii U game. They just made an easy mode for this game, which is So you're on normal. So I was essentially playing Wii U's normal mode. So, okay. Huh. Um, you weren't on hard mode then. Yeah. So I, and I would recommend if, if anybody plays Pikmin, just put it in hard mode. It's not that hard. Obviously, it's the normal mode. Um, but give yourself some challenge. It's it's really not that hard. It's not, you know, so I think normal mode would end up feeling a little too easy. So Interesting. Um, and then the last game that I played, oddly enough, started this yesterday and finished it today. Um, is Bastion. I finally played Bastion. Also sounds dirty. <laughs> yes. Um, obviously, I loved Transistor. I loved Hades. It's one of the games of the year. And this is another game from Supergiant Games. It was actually their first game. It came out in 2011. Um, but it got a port to uh, Switch, I think, a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. And that must have been when you grabbed it, because we realized you had played it, too. Yeah, I, I forgot all about it. It was... It was um... I had to go into my deep archive to find that sucker. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, so I played it because it's Super Giant Games, and I had bought it 
on sale for like three bucks. So I was like, I want to play through this one and see. It's a good deal. I think I paid more than that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I and I and I and I bought this with Transistor, and Transistor is going to be one of my favorite games. Um, oh. But this game is is very much like Transistor. It definitely had some elements of Hades in it. Um, and I did a th- that's what they say with Hades, right? The you know there was he says that he he actually took all of their games and kind of based Hades around that. Yes, yeah, because oh. in Bastion you can use a whole bunch of different kinds of weapons. Mm-hmm. And the fun thing about Bastion and Bastion is just a regular action RPG with levels. I didn't find the story or anything particularly engaging. It's a bird's eye view, right? Though. It is like a like a isometric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it had a really yeah, interesting yeah. like a mechanic where as you walked, the world sort of like floated up to you. Correct. Um, which was Weird. more it's more artistic than anything. But what it does is you might not know which way to go. You actually have to walk in a direction to see if the floor comes up to you. So it kind of made it like if 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 the floor was already there it would be very easy to see the directions to go. So you kind of had to like move around a little bit and go, Oh, look, I can go this way now. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it, uh, it definitely had it, it. The thing about the thing, the thing about the game I didn't like was that I had no idea w- what I had to do or when the game was going to end. The story was really strange and you're just like, Oh, here's the last core. And you're like, okay, but I know this isn't the end of the game. And then it's like, okay, now you have to do this. And it's like, okay. And then you're just doing that, doing that. You have no idea how many more levels there are. And then mm-hmm. even the ending was like kind of weird. Um, and just like Transistor, there's like no final boss. Like the game ends and you're like, oh, oh, it's over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, but Transistor had this beautiful art style and this beautiful story that was much simpler and it has the same thing where there's a narrator talking. Remember in, in Bastion when there's like a narrator like narrating every move. It's as if in real life somebody was narrating you as you went about your day. Yeah. Um, and Transistor has that. But it wasn't so much. It was more somebody talking to you. In this game, it was like this guy does not shut up. He's yeah, constantly talking. Um, but like as I got closer to the end you start getting these new weapons and the weapons are just so cool. And you're like, Oh, like there's this um, one weapon that's like a mortar shell and you just launch it. And it just like, (laughs) and you can upgrade it or whatever. And you're thinking, this is the coolest weapon in the game. And then you get like an arm cannon and then you just keep getting weapons that are like, Whoa, Whoa. Um, So I did have fun with it. Um, But yeah, it's just playing that one after Hades and transistor was not a great idea. Um, So, so if you were going to play all three of the games and there is a fourth super giant game, but it's not on switch, um, play them in order because <laughs> once you play transistor, it's hard to go back to bastion. Um, but it's good. It was good. So, uh, I, I, I finished all these switch super giant games. Mm. Um, very excited. So that's, that's all I played. That's it. Nice. We yeah. did have a little family night before the show tonight. We played some Mario Kart and Clubhouse games. Listen to this story, John. I'm, I'm an idiot. So <laughs> the kids, we played Mario Kart. Um, my son was getting a little frustrated. He's four. He was he came in like last place twice in a row. So he was mad. Um, so then they wanted to play Clubhouse games. So I said, all right, let me go get it. So I go up to my office to grab where all my Switch games are. And I'm like, where the hell is it? I can't find Clubhouse games. 
I was like, I, I pretty organized. So I went downstairs. There's one other spot I have like in my closet where I keep downstairs, like um, you know, extra controllers and stuff like that. But it's not there. Let me go back upstairs one more time. So I don't know where it is, guys. We can't play. I I, I have no idea. I would never sell this game. I don't know where it is. So we're, I, I, we're going back to play Mario Kart, and then I said, John, I'm a fucking idiot. I bought it digitally. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just, I we thought of it, and then we, we ended up playing some Clubhouse games. And it's, uh, it's a great game to have digitally just for those reasons. I know, and it's a great game to watch a four- and six-year-old play each other, and uh, it's epic. <laughs> um, so that was good. It was a lot of fun. Nice. Love it. That's it. That's it for me. Cool. Well... Like we talked about, we have a format change we're going with. Um, uh, you know, if you've listened to past episodes, we usually have uh, we have a news section, which is actually relatively new. Um, we've we've done. I mean, the the early days we would do two topics, then we ended up on one topic, and I think the problem we ran into, Drew, is we tried to find a meaty topic that could last twenty to thirty minutes, and that is not easy to do even every two weeks. Mm-hmm. But we always had little topics we wanted to talk about. And uh, let's kick this off, Drew, with our Still? new top 10. Number 10. First thing we want to talk about here is the Game of the Year awards being announced. Mm. Um, I know you're not clued into this because sometimes a lot of these games are not Nintendo. Uh, but here, let me throw these at you. These yeah. are the Game of the Year nominees. And it is Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy VII Remake. All three of those, by the way, are PS4 exclusives. Doom Eternal, Animal Crossing, mm. and Hades. Hades! Everyone talked about Hades being on the list. We've talked about it being Game of the Year. How well, cool is it that Hades made the top six? Hey, I'm just happy that I played... Um... I think every game that I'm eligible to play with based on my system, right? I mean, Doom Eternal's not out, right? Or am I thinking uh, of the other not one? Oh, yeah, no, we're still waiting on yeah, that. We're still waiting on that, right? So, so Hades and Animal Crossing are the only two Nintendo ish games, you could say. Mm-hmm. And I played both of them. Proud of myself on that part. Good job. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting, Animal Crossing, that it's there. I mean, I'm happy it's there. It's, you know, it's great to see it there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's a weird one. That, I, who do you think's going to win? I mean, like... I don't know enough about the other ones. I've heard lots of good things about Last of Us. Um, but again, I haven't played them. I don't, I don't know a ton about yeah. them. I, I mean, Final Fantasy Remake. Uh, I get Final Fantasy VII is a all-time classic for a lot of people. But I can't imagine the remake. And again, I don't know if they added any new features or anything to the game. It's a totally different game, though. Okay, it really it's, is. Okay. It's not even the whole game. I mean, it's just like... The first part of the original Final Fantasy because it's going to be episodic. Um, so let's 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 answer the big question here. Mm. Hades is obviously the oddball of these games. Yep. M- meaning by it, it, it's very small, um, smaller developer. When you look at these other games, right? Yeah. Does it have a chance? I think it has a chance. I don't think it will win. I don't think it deserves to win. Um, there was a moment. There was a moment when we were playing Hades where I was like, "This, this is my new game of the year." But I'll tell you what. Like, I don't think Doom Eternal belongs on this list. Um, I think Doom really changed the game. Like the the more recent Doom. Doom Eternal to me is just like another version of Doom. I don't think it belongs yeah. here. 
Um, I really wanted to see Ori and the Will of the Wisps. I, I, I feel like that was the only snub. I, I agree with everything on this list, even though I haven't played a few of them. Um, but I feel like Ori deserved to be on this list. Um, I don't think Doom. So the one game I think that does not deserve to win this is Doom Eternal. I think any other game can win. Um, I actually am hoping Animal Crossing wins because I think in 2020, when we think back to the game of the year 2020, mm. everyone's going to remember Animal Crossing came out in 2020 I, because I don't, I, everybody was in lockdown playing it. But on that on that note, um, and I know a lot of people have talked about this, but without the lockdown, is Animal Crossing where it is today? Doesn't matter. We I, I thought just read it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, the point yeah, is yeah. we're here. It, it happened. I don't I don't think we need to answer that question, but I think that there was a, there were months in this year mm. where everybody was playing Animal Crossing together. I, and I and, think that's what makes it the game of the year. And I think it um, I'm glad it happened the way it did. Let's be honest. Animal Crossing. I picked it up. I'm not saying I wouldn't have picked it up. I, I can't say yes or no to that question, but I can definitely tell you I probably wouldn't have put 150 hours into this game if we didn't have a pandemic right uh, i might have put like 75 hours in or something which is a lot for me in, in any game but yeah i was playing this game non-stop i was i was nine o'clock the shops opened whatever the hell time they opened yeah. i was on there i was doing it um the so i agree it uh the turn of puzzle that's right <laughs> it definitely changed um people that play the game who you know don't typically play games that way i agree exactly which, which i think which pandemic or not that's a game of the year contender for that reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know? it, it, clearly it is literally a contender. I think um, the other thing about Animal Crossing 2 is that I mean, not only everybody was playing it, we saw a talk show being hosted in Animal Crossing. We mm -hmm. saw a presidential campaign yeah. <laughs> campaigning with Animal Crossing assets. So I, there was just so much. Remember the uh, remember that video too? the Detroit Lions put out to announce their schedule? Yes. And they did it with Animal Crossing. I just think we we talked about this a couple episodes ago about or I know we asked the dads, what makes a game of the year candidate a game of the year candidate? Mm. And I just feel like there's something about 2020 Animal Crossing deserves this. I don't want to see it go to a fancy Final Fantasy or whatever. I think Last of Us 2 is probably going to win. Um but I think Animal Crossing can win, and I really want to see that one win. Um, but these are all... I mean, this is a great list, except for Doom Eternal. Um, Ori, Ori is my game of the year. Um, I, granted, I'm saying Animal Crossing should be, but I'm just saying is my personal game of the year. Uh, just for me, I'm not giving out an yeah. industry award. My game of the year was Ori, Will, and the Wisps, and it's not even on this list, so that, that kind of upsets me, but... But uh, I think it's awesome that Hades made that. That's great. It's awesome. It is. Number nine. Okay, next we got some questions here. Um, we got a couple questions. They were both very similar. Yeah, we had to merge them a little bit. We'll, we'll merge them a little bit. Let's let's start off with the first one. This is from Togobat. Togobat, Togobat, Togobat. I'm not even sure how he pronounces it. Togobat. When it comes to Thanksgiving, do you prefer pie or strudel? Pie, 100%. No questions asked. Now, I have a question to ask. Have, have, has anybody made a strudel? Yeah, I mean, that is a great point. I think of strudel like, like more of a, a breakfast item. Yeah. No? Where a yeah. pie oh, yeah, is yeah. more of a dessert. Yes. 
I, I I will admit I had to Google strudel because I was like, I know I've heard of it, but like what exactly? And it's like, yeah, that's like something I buy in a store. I, yeah, I don't like had that a family icing, make like the, the white icing on it. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah that's like a nice, uh, you know, an apple strudel versus like an apple pie. Right. I'm but I've never had guy, my but... grandma make me a strudel like they'll make me pie. Um, what's your what's your favorite kind of pie though oh my apple yeah i think apple pie is yeah yeah vanilla ice cream on there it's always apple pie or chocolate pudding pie right they're very different Mm. um any other fruits that like i don't like cherry pie at all no Um, i'm trying to think of other pies apple pie I, i feel like when you get like the fruit pies it's just too much of a fruit overload exactly you know yeah Apple just works with the cinnamon and the. Mm. Yeah. Um, question, okay. And then the other question, this one comes from John Bassey five. That's Hambone Johnny. Uh, when it comes to uh, <laughs> reading the other question, what's your favorite Thanksgiving dish to eat? What's your take on flannel sheets? And what's one Nintendo character you'd like to meet? Whoa. This is a really, this is a, Oh, yeah, I all you know, I think he's saying, you know, what do you like to eat? Mm-hmm. Then you want to get into your flannel sheet bed with which character? That's the way I read that. <laughs> I think that's like the sequential order of Thanksgiving afternoon. Clearly, that's Wario. Yeah. So I'm going to sorry. So hit me out here. <laughs> Stuffing. And let me mm. tell you why. One, don't get me wrong. Turkey, Thanksgiving, everybody eats it. Turkey's not that great, guys. It's kind of dry. It's, you know, people say, oh, leftover turkey sandwich. It's it's just, eh. All the other sides, like, you know, you got the, you got your mashed potatoes. I mean, Carrots. sweet potatoes are pretty good. Carrots. A lot of that stuff I have maybe throughout the year. Maybe not sweet potato or stuff like that. But, you know, you always have mashed potatoes for dinner sometimes or carrots or corn. But stuffing. I mean, how many people made stuffing as a random side? I don't want to make chicken tonight. You want to have stuffing on the side? I do. Stovetop. Stovetop disagrees with you. But I but, but, but you have to remember that the Thanksgiving meal is all of this together. It's the turkey and the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and the broccoli and the carrots or whatever, like, you know, yeah, sweet yeah. potatoes or whatever you do all together in one. Because if you make that meal during the year, people yeah. say, oh, we're having Thanksgiving in July or something like that. You know, it's. Oh, yeah. You can't just make a turkey. Meal. With mashed potatoes. You need to have all the other stuff. Exactly. Yes. I hear you. So wait, what's your favorite? Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say my favorite is gravy. Because what when I think about a Thanksgiving meal. No, it, when I think about Thanksgiving, it said what hey, it said, What's your favorite Thanksgiving <laughs> dish to eat? Um, just gravy. Well, I'm just gonna say it's because like I'm I you said turkey's pretty dry. I'm I when I think of having turkey, I'm thinking of the turkey with the gravy on it. A good I, gravy. I agree. The mashed the potatoes with the gravy. Like the with if if there was no gravy in I'm a Thanksgiving out. meal, I'm yeah, I'm out. Even my stuffing, gravy. You need it. You need gravy on everything so on your apple pie. Do you make the gravy from scratch with the turkey juice? Yeah. Or do you buy it in the jar? Uh, no. Yeah, you, you make, make it from scratch. scratch with like flour, right? Like that sort yeah, of thing. It's, yeah. it's a science. You should have yes. A little bit of flour, you stir. A little bit of flour. Oh yeah. I always Water. forget it when I cook the turkey. I always forget it. Like I pull the turkey out and I'm like, oh shit! Like the I forgot. I don't have the recipe ready. I haven't been thinking yeah. about it or prepping for it. And I'm like grabbing pots and flour and like looking up recipes on my phone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Gravy, man. 
give it. Maybe. What's your take on flannel sheets? Do you have a take? Um, I don't have flannel sheets. Do you have flannel sheets? It sounds like Togo Bap's wife changed the sheets. Because my wife it. does that too. She'll change, like she hasn't done it yet, but she'll change the flannel sheets. Really? Uh, it's that time, like, but like a date, like you don't know it, but like December eleventh. When it starts getting cold, yeah. So yeah, they're so, a little warmer. Um, I like, I like. I mean, you're in, the, you're in the mountains. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a fan. Are you? Don't you? Don't you get sweaty? Uh, no, because it's usually just when it's cold, and then you take them off. So, I mean, I I usually don't sleep with the sheets on me all that often, but uh, yeah, oh, you know, just, what does that mean? It's almost like the flannel them. sheets are like, oh, it's it's the season again. You know, it's like they're very much associated with Christmas. Are you the traditional like red and black flannel sheets? Um, I think so. I think we have like like a bear and pine tree flannel sheets. I mean, I'm kind of a little jealous. I'm going to ask the wife now. Get me some flannel sheets. I just feel like I'd be sweating my balls off. <laughs> it depends how cold it is. Or it depends how good your heating is. <laughs> I mean, my heating's very efficient. Yeah. Yeah. No, All right, third good. part question here. What's one Nintendo character you'd like to meet? Only one. I mean, this is a no-brainer. Weird I've question. said it multiple times in the show. I want to take this character with me into the flannel sheets. Um, <laughs> of course, it's the Wii Fit trainer. Done. Done deal. <laughs> Female, of yeah, course. It's got to be. <laughs> you don't have the male. <laughs> <laughs> it's just just want to make sure that's clear. Like, you don't really get a good look at the Wii Fit trainer and you just drag them into the sheets and then you hear... Yeah, do the squats. And you're like, no. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll agree with you. I think we fit trainer would be fun to talk about. Like, uh, fitness people are usually very bubbly, and uh, we really don't know much about her. So we should get to know her. And I'm not gonna like. I don't want to meet Wario or. They probably don't even speak you know. English. Yeah, they speak. No, they speak. You don't really see them talk though. It's been a long time since we had a we fit game. I'm not sure we'll get one again. Nah, we never Maybe. will. Yeah, they didn't do in like the the fitness boxing. The fitness boxing game just came out, the new one. But uh, it, she, she yeah. kinda, uh, that's not her though. She's not in there. There's different characters in that one too. You, you choose different characters. Some of them I are wish like she had a name. They do have. Oh, we fit trainer. She needs a name. I mean, it's I, kind of insulting. Like Martha. I mean, that's not what I would go with. I would go. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound dirty enough. Not dirty enough. All right. Not dirty well, enough. Like uh, like Piper. Piper. I don't know. What's Maybe like uh, uh, I don't know. You just have to name them off like flowers or bushes or something weird like that. You know. Twiggy. <laughs> <laughs> flowers or bushes? I don't know. Is that not? Is that what do they say? What do the porn people name after? Like. They're like named after mountaintops. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call the, the feature of like the misty peaks. <laughs> misty, see misty. Misty. Uh, all right. So we both agree on uh, we, we we fit trainer in our flannels. All right. Nice. Number eight. All right. So this one here, John, is just kind of a little bit of uh, looking into the future. What is your December game of choice? Because December is is like the ultimate video gaming month in my eyes, right? Um, I know my work actually shuts down for two weeks, um, so we don't go to work at all. And um, I mean, what else do you do besides video game? So, so what is your big game that you're excited for to play in this December? 
Well, I was I was thinking of passing on uh, Age of Calamity, but I, I think I'm I'm dragged in now. Um, I really want to play the Fire Emblem game that comes out December 4th. That's the OG Fire Emblem game. Um, I think it's going to be hard as shit because it's 30 years old. And there's so many niceties that Fire Emblem has added over the years, especially the one where it kind of tells you, hey, if you fight this guy, this is probably what's going to happen. Hmm. Um, but I'm going to play through it. The one thing that bugs me about the game is that you can just rewind the game. It's just got the same sort of rewind feature that the online stuff has. And it just feels like I'm going to abuse the bejesus out of the thing. Um, so I don't know how I'm going to play where I just forbid myself or I let myself do it like a few times. Um, so, but yeah, no, I'm really excited for that. I'm still trying to find the special edition. I don't know if I'll be able to. Um, so that one. And then Phoenix Rising. I, I, I feel like if Age of Calamity, if I feel like I don't want to like try to complete that game after I roll credits, mm-hmm. um, I might jump into Phoenix Rising. I'm just sitting yes. back and I want to see what the performance on the Switch is like. Um, yeah. I'm really interested in that because that's a game I could play on another console. But the thing is, Drew, I won't play it on another console because I don't want to sit there and play a 60, 70 hour game. I don't know how long that one's going to be. Yep. On a console, I have other games I want to play. I want to play Last of Us 2. So um, I will only play that game on the Switch, but I don't want to play it if it's going to be a little janky. Um, oh, so I'm just, waiting to hear on that one. So picky. I am picky. But what um, are you going to play? Phoenix Rising definitely has my interest. You know that. It's had my interest for a long time. But I made the mistake or maybe it wasn't a mistake, I don't know yet, of telling my mother-in-law to buy it for me for Christmas. Um, because I figured it's a, you know, why not? $60 item, rather than her getting me some shit that I don't need. <laughs> I said, I, I want this game. I'm going to buy this game regardless. Uh... So buy this game for me. The problem then comes in law. And I'm thinking to myself, well, Hyrule Warriors could be like a 100-hour game. But now that I'm playing it, I'm thinking, shit. I'm going to be fucked. I'm going to have like a couple weeks and I'm going to be home from work, but not work. And I'm going to have nothing to play. Yep. So now I'm a little concerned, John, (laughs) what I'm going to do from like probably that first, second week in December to Christmas. That's the thing. Once you commit to the Christmas list, I know that's a big commitment. I know. So I don't know. So keep that in mind. What should I play if I get stuck? Um, like maybe a good twenty-hour game or something. But we'll see. Hey, maybe, maybe we'll play something Diablo. To go back to. Maybe we'll play Diablo um, together. Oh man, I've I've totally given up on. <laughs> I kept I kept waiting for forever. seasons to start. Yeah, you know, I go. Oh, season twenty-four hey. is coming up. I'm gonna start it. Minecraft Dungeons is uh, crossplay no. now. No. Yes, I'm gonna tell your son. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> Tell Michelle to tell your son to tell you to let's play oh. Minecraft. Oh my god. I don't even want to get the DLC for that game. I just I can't play the levels over and over and over again. I just lot. can't. It well, is not. Are, they're long too. Yeah. I, I just long, but... I can't do it. Alrighty. December game. All right. Keep me in mind. Okay. Number seven. I've got a question for you, Drew. Have you noticed in the discord people are talking about google stadia a lot more have you seen this yes and no john because um one i i mute that channel 
Yeah. And um, the, the non-tendo, because that's cheating, right? It's just yeah. like, it's like if I were to look at gay porn, it it's not for me, you know? So, so why do it? Yeah. But, I, you know, I feel like we should, we should, you know, Dan's been talking about it a lot. We should Ooh, call up Dan. Luck. Let's call him. Let's call Dan right let's, now on the spot. Let's call up Dan if he has, and he see. Just got it, he just bought it for himself. Dan's been really into it, and let's just see if he's around here, and then we'll just hello we'll just ask him. Hey, look hey, there Dan. He is. Why is why is that guy on here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you listen here. Hey, Dan, we had a question for you. Okay. Everybody's been talking about Google Stadia, it seems like, lately. Yes, yes. And you are the biggest offender of them all. What happened? We have spent... We have spent months, months making fun of Google Stadia. You probably included. We're going to go look at history. And all of a sudden, you're playing Google Stadia. Tim's playing Google Stadia. Mm-hmm. Justin Phoenix, just jumped on. Justin is... Oh. Wait. He just friended me like yesterday. Oh, you... Justin? Justin, yeah. Justin, Justin. Justin Masson. Guys, the Justin. The moose himself. He he just did a podcast where he said he only has the Nintendo Switch. And now a day later, he's got Stadia. He jumped on on the uh, the cyberpunk um, promo. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, Mm -hmm. so so you got Stadia prior to cyberpunk. You got Stadia. There was some discount. What what got what dragged you into Stadia? Okay, so if you are a YouTube Premium subscriber uh, back at the beginning of November, um, y- you basically Google would give you a free controller and Chromecast to play Stadia for free. It's a hundred dollar bundle, and they just gave it to you for free. If you, if prior to November sixth, you were already a YouTube Premium subscriber, so you couldn't like join up and then get the bundle. You had to like sure. already be bought it. So they're like giving it away, essentially. Yes. They're like, please play our system. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Hey, I mean, I don't, I don't blame them because they weren't, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of user base before that. So they had to do something. Right. And so, and you don't buy a console, right? You just basically buy the controller. I don't even, do you even need yeah. to buy the controller? You don't need to buy anything. Okay. You can, well, okay. You buy the games, mm-hmm. right? So the service is free. You can get on and make, create an account and just look at what they have. You can subscribe to their pro thing, which is basically like a Game Pass type service. Actually, it's more like a PlayStation Plus because you keep the games. Um, it's not like the games go away. You keep the games in the cloud right. and you can play them in two years. When they take those games away, you can still play them. Okay. Um, they have that for ten dollars a month, and or you can spend sixty dollars on like a on like cyberpunk or whatever. I see. And so, so you, if you wanted to, you can create an account, not buy a controller. You're not buying a console, and then you can just buy whatever game you want. It's kind of like Steam, right? Where you can yes. just subscribe, don't pay anything, or you can pay what is it like ten bucks a month for the yeah, yeah, premium yeah. service? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you do get a set of like free games, things that you could play right because i heard that there was like some besides the ones you get to keep every month there's some other games you can play as well uh, uh, right now yeah they they do promotional stuff right now you can play destiny 2 for free anybody can you could log on right now and play destiny 2 with a bluetooth okay. controller yeah right 
if you okay. have good internet. <laughs> so, so we've I, so we've been hearing about Google Stadia because like like Phoenix, who's not I don't I think he's in the Discord, but he's you know in the dads community. Mm-hmm. He's been replying about Stadia. It just feels like everybody's like talking about Stadia, and like interesting. And I, I wonder how job. much. Well, you know what's funny is because that the Switch did the cloud version of Control. And it's almost like since then, everyone's like now has a license to do the cloud. And you're like, okay, this wasn't because I think, Dan, you had mentioned that control didn't play all that well for you at your house. No, it did not. Right. And even I have to drop my Stadia feed to like 720p or less to get it to run at my house because my Internet is not very good. Um, Right. But the difference with Stadia is the controller is not if you get their controller, it's not connected to your computer at all. It's connected to the cloud through Wi-Fi. Okay. And so the difference there is I never lost I never lost control of what was happening. Like feed would drop and it would say like your feed will be back in a minute or whatever or, t- or ten usually it was like 5 seconds. And then it would come back and you'd be able to play again, but I never lost control of what I was doing, which was a huge turnoff for me playing control on the Switch. So that was also what sold me on Stadia. So, mm. so- explain that to me do you mean like almost like lagged it would never lag you just it would just yeah. lose connection it would say it the worst lag is that feels like you're playing on a tv that's not optimized for games at its worst which okay. is which blows my mind still blows my mind hmm. yeah. interesting um interesting. so there you go john everyone's getting it because they were driven it away well, that's, and that's the thing. <laughs> and it was really smart of them to do that because everybody's talking about next gen right now True. and how you can't you can't go into a store and buy a PS4 or an Xbox. But, hey, you could you could pre-order Cyberpunk and get a free controller and give that a try. So right. it was really smart of them timing wise, I think, because it just it, it's something you can do right now and not have to wait outside of Walmart with a mask on for two hours to see if you'll get one. So. <laughs> And they and they they essentially are just giving away the controller, right? Were they giving away that Game Pass service too? I yes. got yep. three months of Pro for free. Yeah. Okay. With with I mean, it's I like a, for it's called the premium. It's called the Premier Bundle. You get yeah. a white controller and a Chromecast and three months of Pro. Okay. Yeah. So for them, if you buy a if you buy a handful of games, they'll probably kind of make their money back, and that's what they're kind of looking at is like give it away more. You yeah, know, and the- it's it seems like they're playing a very long game, you know, because this is going to be they have to be because there's no short term gains for them at all. Right. I mean, it just seems like they're just like most console manufacturers. Now they lose money on the console, hoping that you'll pick up, you know, what what works. And they've been really good lately as far as like I've been on the subreddit. Um, and the community has been saying that lately they've been on a roll with adding promised features like one after another pretty consistently. So we're all kind of hoping that Stadia is going to hit a stride and the community is going to grow and it'll it'll be something that that publishers will want to develop for because they do have to develop a specific like Stadia version, which makes things a little complicated for Google. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. That's a, that's, a, that's a very yeah. interesting. It's not you're not just running like the PC version of it. They have to like optimize it and everything. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I have I have one more question for you, Dan. Like, okay. do you find like you are now venturing into the Stadia world? I I can feel you. Yeah. 
connecting with the community now. Now your stadium, like, I don't know, Drew, you haven't seen this, but like somebody will mention cyberpunk and you're like, Dan's like, Hey, cyberpunk coming to stadia. You don't need a controller. If you got YouTube premium, you get it for free. He's like totally bought in. Does your, has, does your mindset have to change now? Cause like, you know, we talk about, we've, we've been talking about for years, digital gaming and not having that ownership Mm-hmm. Now with cloud, that's just way worse. Like you have it nothing yeah. except for a bit. It's way worse. If Stadia goes away tomorrow, I don't have the controller is useless. <laughs> I don't have anything. Right. So it's all gone. The only way that my mindset has changed is this. Like as a collector, I- I'll get physical Switch game if it's available because it's Nintendo and that's like where my heart is. Mm. I- I'm not I'm not going to go buy an Xbox Series X to play Cyberpunk. I'm just not. And cyberpunk isn't a game that's going to like increase in value as it sits on my shelf. They're going to discount it like they did with every other, you know, triple a game on, on, you know, and it's not going to be worth anything. So the value I'm going to get out of cyberpunk, if I get it is going to be playing it for a couple hours and having a great time. So that kind of where my head went, I was like, okay, I don't have to, own this it's not like going to be worth anything to sell later and if i get the value out of it from spending the money on it then i feel like it was worth it so i'm not giving up on i'm not going all digital all of a sudden i'm not going to sacrifice my my whole podcast and brand because now i'm a digital guy i just it's interesting and i want to pursue what it's like to have that kind of a library yeah interesting interesting i i yeah, it's it, it it I think you're right it is a good a little offset to it. I mean, a $500 system to play one or two games maybe at right. most. Um but just I'm glad you're not you're just not leaving the Switch. We don't want you to go. No way. Yeah. I'm not, that's my baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you guys go now. I've been on long enough with you. Hey, Dan, before you go, why don't you tell everybody about your new little podcast you're doing? Oh, sure. Great. Thanks. Um, so it's called Retro Logic, and it's on all the podcast things. Um, and if it's not on your podcast thing, then let me know, and I'll find a way to do it. Um, and it is all retro focus. So collecting and playing, and we do a bunch of different segments where we talk about games we're playing, and we do trivia games. Like, we do one called The Price is Retro, where we give you, like, a list of five games, and you have to guess what the lot is worth based on um, uh, price charting. Uh, and that's really fun because um, Nick Metzger was actually on last week and he holds the record for the worst guest. <laughs> he was up like he was like down by like five or six hundred dollars. It was pretty bad. That's so awesome. that, that's really fun. And everybody, you guys can play along as you listen. And um, I'm on Twitter as um, at Blockfort Retro. If you want to get like the feed and know what's going to be in the episode and when it's coming up, I'm actually uh, doing giveaways and stuff, too, all the time. So you can check that out. And um, yeah, so give it a listen. And um, I'll see you there. Awesome. Thanks for jumping on with us, Dan. Peace. Bye, guys. Later, bro. I just want to say, as Dan leaves, I didn't want to put him on the spot here, but on Dad Crossing, he was talking about his podcast. And he mentioned, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, it's really good. I mean, like our first couple episodes were bad. I was on the first couple episodes, yeah. Drew. It really hurt. It stung. It just was a dagger. Mm-hmm. And I know when he says they were bad, he just means he was bad and I was great. Or does he mean that? Well, you don't know that. I, I don't have the opportunity to ask him. We conveniently let him go before I asked him. <laughs> yeah. Number six. 
All right, so we have a, another question um, for the podcast here from, from Michael PJP. Um, this is uh, Dad Jeff the Dart as dark as you get here. So uh, the question is, John, I'm going to let you answer this one first. Do you have any sexual or romantic regrets? Be it uh, the maybe the one that got away. Uh, maybe a threesome you were too drunk to remember. Or whatever. Spill the beans. Um, wow, Michael. Mike, I, I mean, feel like Michael has a bunch of these. <laughs> wow. Um, I, I'm gonna let you, you, you go ahead and handle this one. Let's, uh, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. I will say one story I have was I was the, I was a nice guy. You, you know me, Drew. I'm a nice guy. You are a nice guy. And um, so quick story. I was uh, just doing online dating. And this was this is before I met my wife. Um, so this was about like 2001, I guess. I spent my entire life. I didn't date through high school. I didn't date until I got into college because I was just a shy introvert. That played or video you games. were a player and you don't want to tell anybody. <laughs> Holding off. <laughs> so I didn't go on my first date until I like my I was a sophomore in college. And then um, I had a long relationship that lasted till after college. So around 2001 um, is when I was really like started like the dating scene. And um, I have I have a few bad date stories, good date stories, whatever. But there was this one girl. um, It was on a dating site. And you know how they always say like your picture is kind of like not accurate to, you know, what you look like or whatever. Oh, yeah. So she had kind of a cute picture, nothing that blew me away or anything, but she had kind of a cute picture. And she's like from Nebraska or whatever like that. But she lived in Colorado. And so somewhere along the way, I went over to her place to meet her. I can't even remember if it was a date. I was coming over there to meet her. I don't remember us having any sorts of plans. Um, And she she answers the door and I go, hi, I'm looking for and I can't remember her name. So let's just say Christy. I'm looking for Christy. She goes, hey, or whatever. And then she's like, so she's walking away from the door or whatever. And I swear to God, I thought she was going to get Christy. Drew, she was Christy. <laughs> and it was so very awkward. And you, I can't even, like, Did as I like... say the story now, I don't even know how we got in that situation because I would have said something like, oh, hi, I'm looking for Christy. Like, why didn't she say, I am Christy? So anyways, so this girl... She had some problems. Um, she had some depression issues or whatever. I mean, you know, people go through oh, that okay, stuff. I'm not, not like I'm insulting sorry, her with it at all. Else. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh at that. So anyway, yeah, Drew, you heartless. <laughs> you said she has some problems, and then <laughs> you, you kind of left that open ended. I know. To, to, to so, so she worked at um, like a fast food place, and so she got off work at eleven. And so I went over to her place to meet her, but it was like late or whatever. I don't so remember what to, happened like, that night. The stranger's house at midnight. <laughs> yes. And you're not even sure what she looks like. I John, don't know what she looked like. And this is your first time you've ever dated. This is this is her, quite the story. No, no, no. This is not my first date or anything. Okay. This is this was in my in my my short six month heyday of meeting various women on dates. And um, but yeah, no, she was 34. like she was a little bit bigger than her picture. She wasn't like overweight or anything, but she just she was really skinny in her picture. It was obvious the picture was like five years old. So anyway, for whatever reason, so we didn't have much to date. But the second time we met, she came to my place 
and we played some video games or whatever. We really didn't do anything because she literally came over to my place at like 11.45 at night because she was working till 11. She bring you a cheeseburger? I'm not, I'm not a player. I was still new to dating or whatever, but I was a guy. And um, the thing I remember most was she came over or whatever. Now, here's a woman who's coming over. She was like early 20s, I guess. She's coming over to some guy's house at 1145 at night. There's certain like red alarms that I think. Yeah, but John, this was like the 1980s or 90s. How old you are? This is okay back then. Yeah. But this is like, (laughs) this is like, no, this was like 2001. And so she's coming over whatever. So she's got to have in her mind, like, this is not a situation to be in or whatever. Or there might be some romance or something going on. Mm -hmm. But like, I can tell you there was no romance going on. I barely knew her or whatever. And she was like definitely making moves on me, which is weird because it usually doesn't go that way. She just wanted a good fuck. There was yes. She she literally she wanted to have sex. And, and you wanted to play Pac-Man. I was no. <laughs> no, in general I did too, but like I had I had felt the vibes and like this was like I knew even then like this is not a relationship or anything I want to get involved with. Like, right. What do they say? Like, don't stick your dick in crazy. Right. Like that was the sense that I had. And it's funny because, you know, days, weeks after that. And and eventually it was like, it was like she left. And then it was like, Oh yeah, it was right before new year's. She got like wicked drunk new year's the day before new year's Eve, like December 30th. And I and during the day and I was just like, whoa, whoa. And I never saw her again because I was like, that was a huge like red flag. But in the weeks and days and weeks where I was running dry, Drew, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, why didn't why didn't we just have sex? Like we should have just had sex. Like, like, what, what was I worried about? Like, like we were going to get married right after the sex. No, like, you know, it's easier <laughs> to say that afterwards. <laughs> right. It really. I And I made the right decision, I think. I it's think that would have been easier. trouble. It's like, oh, why didn't I rob that bank when I was poor? Because it's not the right fucking thing to do at the time, John. But you can get arrested. You can go to jail for a long time. This is just girl like... could have been 17 for all you know. Oh, she was not 17 years old. <laughs> she was very mature. <laughs> uh, no, but I do regret that. I think that would have been fun. Like, I feel like, oh, that was an opportunity missed, you know? So um, I, I, would, I would put that up there as a regret. If a woman's throwing herself at you um, and she's not drunk... Go for it, man. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> wear protection, do the right thing. And the more uh, you know. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. What about you, Drew? I mean, how long have we been on this podcast for? We got time limits to contain. But um <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would like to say I was a relationship guy. Um oh. and I said that would be my biggest regret where I was in too many long-term relationships and I, I'm telling you like all the way back to like seventh and eighth grade type shit where I would have relationships for like years, which, <laughs> which I'm like, fuck me. You know, I'm talking You've been about dating that. since seventh grade and now like, you're dumping me in 10th. Like I, yeah. Like I had probably over the, the, the span of, you know, 12 years, like, three real girlfriends because they each were like three to four year relationships. I mean, I'm talking about back to like dry humping behind the neighbor's couch in eighth grade. And that's a story for another day. 
But my point is, <laughs> hey, is Ryan. you got to take advantage of those times between the relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's when you can have some fun. Um, but yeah, you know, I can't tell you too many stories that I'd like to tell you right now because does my wife listen to this? No. But I also don't want to get her hands on it and be blackmailed at some point <laughs> by all of you asshole listeners, which I know you might do. So um, I'm I, not think, gonna I think pretty much you're going to get blackmailed for saying that you could be blackmailed. I think huh? you've already went off that cliff now, Drew. No, there's not. So just tell your story. Nothing, there's no story. There's no story to tell besides uh, live your best moment. Like you said, John, take advantage of those times um, when you're in between relationships to get the <laughs> shit done. I'll leave it at that. That's you know, my for, for a couple of guys that do an after dark podcast, we're pretty uh, we're pretty good, sensible guys. I would say that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm not telling you out there. I'm out there, you know, making anal on the weekends behind my wife's back or anything. But, <laughs> but I mean, my not... wife's back is that what you just said? <laughs> I mean, that's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm doing. Isn't um, that usually how anal is done? I... <laughs> oh boy well um i think it's um i mean i i, I got nothing else I'm, I'm good here let's 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 move on number five monster hunter the movie mm. a um movie trailer that got released uh over the last week or so looks pretty um intense i think whether you're a video game um it, uh, let me rephrase that. If if you like Monster Hunter the video game or not, I think this is still something that you might enjoy and want to look into. It had that very um, just big time Michael Bay monsters type reaction, right? I mean, is, is that how you were trying to first? Yeah, oh, the trailer has all of the hallmarks with the the sound stuttering and the oh, big yeah. horns and all that stuff. I'm, I'm afraid the trailer probably had all the good scenes in it, though. Probably you probably saw every monster. Um, all the big scenes. Um, what's her name? Um, Mila or whatever. Jovovich. Jovovich, the girl that played all the uh, Resident Evil movies. Um, yeah. Hellboy. She was in that. Yeah. So I mean, she's the main character there. Uh, it looks good. It looks good. I mean, as as a video game movie, we don't get a ton of those, and when we do, they're kind of shit. So um, this one is going to be one of those probably. Like C plus movies would be my guess. That um, mm, I don't know if I agree. You think it'll be a big hit? I no, I I don't think. Well, it's a I fun think... movie. It's not gonna be a good movie. It's a fun movie. Is it like it's like Sonic, right? Like Sonic was a fine enough movie. It wasn't a good movie. It was better than uh, I expected. It, it definitely had some good comedic bits to it, which made it better. But the movie overall was like you know a formulaic kind of bland storyline predictable in every way um this will probably be the same thing and like you said like they would show the monsters come out of the sand you know and it's like in between is probably 30 minutes of them on computers and talking about monsters oh, yeah. i'm really curious because like the problem with video game movies is that the the, the monster hunter itself is about fighting monsters getting materials crafting and all that sort of thing that's not really going to be in this movie. This is a movie. This is like a Godzilla movie. You know, look at these yeah. monsters. And they're in I... tanks and, and jeeps <laughs> with guns. And it's like none of that. I mean, technically, there's guns in Monster Hunter. But, you know, it's just you running across the landscape fighting monsters. So it's 
gonna be very, very loosely based on the video game. <laughs> I tell you that much. It's like the Rampage movie, where they brought Rampages into the today's world in the city. I haven't seen that movie yet. I totally forgot I was gonna watch that. I Is forgot. The Rock in that? I think we. I think I want to watch that for the dumb idiocy of it. <laughs> but yes, yes, Do this it. is gonna be Rampage. That's your homework. Go watch yeah. Rampage. I can't say I've watched all of it, but I've seen parts of it. Um, <laughs> all right. So Monster Hunter uh, Rise, the video game, comes out March 26th, right, John? And actually, I don't even uh, know when the hell this movie comes out. I probably should have had that, but who knows? I, Trailer's yeah. out. I'm, sure I'm going to dive into Monster Hunter Rise, so maybe maybe I will be interested in the movie. I'm, you know, without Monster even looking Rise? it up. Uh, oh, I, I'm going to jump into, I've dabbled with Monster Hunter I've I've started and stopped multiple times. I'm just gonna jump into Monster Hunter Rise. I like the way it looks. Um, I'm just gonna force myself in and try to finish my first Monster Hunter game. So I might be interested in the movie. So you're gonna force um, yourself in, unlike you did with Christy, that chick. I, it, it, exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna give it a go. Um, so maybe I will be into it. All right. So the movie I did just looked it up comes up December 30th of this year. So you'll be able to. No, really? Yeah. So it's ready to go. Ready are they going to now are they going to put that in theaters or is it going to go streaming? Because that's I you know, lo- the look of that movie tells me uh, summer like 2021. Well, it, it's December 30th. It's in a couple weeks. No, nobody's going to theaters, especially now. I mean, I, I'd be shocked if theaters were open on Christmas. Forget that. I mean, I thought this movie was making a lot of money in the bot's office anyway. Let's be honest. Nobody's going to make. Did did you see Tenet? It's coming out on streaming and Blu-ray December 15th. That, oh, is, that is the movie to watch. Uh, did you you didn't see it, did you? I went to the theater to see it with like one yeah. other human being in the theater. Mm, did um, you wear a mask in the theater? Yeah. Oh, no, I, I took mine off. My wife did wear hers. Um, it's the only movie we watched during this entire time because I'm I'm a huge Chris mm. Nolan fan. Um, but yeah, make sure you watch that one. That's I why will. I asked: Is it going to go straight to stream? Because it's not going to make any money in the theaters. There's no way theaters yeah. are going to be open right now. We've got like <laughs> two hundred thousand cases a day. Um, forget it. So um, I hear you. So push Monster it to Hunter, summer. Um, the movie comes out December thirtieth. Good luck. Number four. Game and Watch. It is finally here. Here. How long did we stress about pre-ordering this thing? And the pre-orders opened up like the day before on Nintendo, of which I don't know anybody who actually got it through Nintendo. And, and who saved you? And Drew ah, saved me. Of all me. people. Of all people. I guess it went up for pre-order on Best Buy right after midnight, but because of the way they did it. They didn't sell all of them in one shot. They just kind of slow dripped it. Genius. Um, Genius. You texted me, I think about four in the morning um, because you're two hours ahead of me. So it was like four in the morning for me. Mm. And yeah, I got the pre-order in. Um, I think my Zat's words were, John, when you get up to take a piss and you're reading this, make sure you go to (laughs) bestbuy.com and pre-order your game in (laughs) one. Because we are old men and we pee in the middle of the night. You got to pee. Um, I'm really glad that I didn't pre-order it on Nintendo. I tried because then yeah. you'd have to wait like a week for it to show up. So, uh, oh yeah, I got it that day, Friday. Yeah. Friday. So, what do what do you think of it? I think it's smooth. I think it feels good. It's definitely light. I wish they added a little weight to it, but that's okay. Um, it's colorful. It's fun to use. It's it's the sound is quality. It's great. Uh, the the little display plot. I have it on my desk. Um. 
I do wish it it didn't come with like a stand. Yeah, I like, thought it would come hell? with a stand too. It needs to stand up somehow. I, I still haven't found. I didn't get something to put it up on. You know, you almost need one of those little phone holders. But how does it not come out with like a, a, a three cent plastic little piece to stand it on? <laughs> I mean, literally, it would have been pennies for them to make. That would have been really nice. I wanted to hook it up to my wall too, but I yeah, I understand. Like, the, I think a stand would have been great. Um, I also missed it doesn't have an alarm clock. I was actually going to use this as my alarm clock. Um, I didn't, and, I didn't you know, with a Mario sound to it or whatever. It's just a clock. There's no <laughs> alarm to it. So, um, I bet you that somebody's making 3D printed stands for it somewhere. So, you know what? I might, I might buy a in on one. Well, if you find one, let me know. Um, yeah. Grab two. The, yeah. uh, I, I, I sneakily saw my wife playing it the other day. Um, she was playing the original Mario game and I did not play the original Mario game because I'm, I played about Mario one, one about 9,000 times in the last two months from, uh, Mario <laughs> yes. 35. So I did play the, the lost levels and the stupid ball juggling game, which can eat shit. That game blows. I'll yeah. never play that game again. I'll tell you, you, that you lose that game out of boredom, not because you lost. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, so God bless everyone that got it over 100 because I don't think I made it past 50 and said, this game sucks. I'm turning it off. We were at my, uh, my brother, my brother-in-law's house and, um, he played, I brought my console over, you know, the game watch. And he played ball. And he's like, what is this? And it's like, it's ball and whatever. So he played through a game until he died. And then he gave it back to me. And he goes, I have the record now. And I was like, oh, great. You, you beat my son's record or whatever. And then uh, uh, my daughter played and then broke his record. And I go, OK, Andy, you want to try to break your record again? And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> I don't want to play that game again. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, overall, it's great. $50. Like I said, it's a cool little clock. You know, if anything, I just really wish it had a stand <laughs> yeah um are you gonna try to play through lost levels because that that's my goal i've been trying it's hard playing. yeah it's really I think hard i made it to world three i mean i didn't put a ton of time into it. i think i made it to world three and then i eventually just stopped playing for a little bit i don't know if there's lost there's like a uh, warp pipes in there or whatever i i, I might i tried not to even go for the warps yeah but my god i mean how is he how do you get through eight thirty two levels well i did it levels. once but i used the rewind feature on on i want to I mean, obviously we right. can't do that yeah, you can't do that here. I don't know if I'll ever beat that game without rewind. Oh. Yeah, it's fun. I like yeah, it. I really, uh, I really liked it. It's a cute little thing, and only fifty bucks. I remember when they first announced it, it was like I thought it was going to be like a hundred and fifty dollars. Um, but yeah, no, definitely fifty bucks. Definitely worth it. Number three, boobies, 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 boobie that, time. That is what number three is all about, folks. Because. How, only at the Dads at the Dark channel. <laughs> if you guys are not on Discord, let me tell you a short little story. It all started when our fr good friend there, Jay, Hot Rod, Anonymous, whatever the hell his username is, um, posted a picture of him and his family watching the Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> and about three hours later, it went from a family Christmas movie to 41 gifts, 41 votes of naked and half-naked women bouncing their <laughs> boobies on our Discord channel. Yes, folks, that is right. Uh, uh, 42. <laughs> so so what happened was um, he posted the, the picture, and I said, oh, that's a good movie. I actually really like Noel. 
um, the Disney Plus movie. That went back and forth a little bit about which one was better. And then I said, well, I'm biased because Anna Kendrick is God's gift to all of us men in the world today. Um, and then I posted a couple gifts of Anna Kendrick. And that just led to everybody's, you know, favorite girl out there, celebrity crush. It was, and, it was um, well, I, I was surprised at how some people didn't like Anna Kendrick, especially Jay. Bath, I, I mean, she is just like the just like, perfect. Like, I want to have a relationship with her. You want to have a relationship. You want to play video games with her. You want to like do anal her? behind her back. Yeah. <laughs> Would you divorce your wife for her? No. Okay. Side Wait. piece. Is yes, she, she listening? Would. No. <laughs> yes, you would. Yes, who wouldn't? I mean, that's the better answer. You would divorce your wife and and throw your kids into purgatory for Anna Kendrick. What's they What do they call that? A thruple? Is that like? Is that, <laughs> I, I'd offer I that can, first. You can offer that. I I'd think. offer a thruple and see if I think there would be some pressure too because you're like. He he's offering a thruple with Anna Kendrick. I should probably take this because <laughs> if I don't I mean, take this, then then we're going to be separating. Listen, and Anna Kendrick, a, I mean, like I'm sure women love Anna Kendrick too. Why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, I mean, you tell the kids in a second, mommy, and that mommy is now Santa Claus because they've all seen Noel. Spoiler alert! It's an obvious. I Santa, seen, yeah, you know. So I mean, she he's she's Santa's daughter. That's I mean, that's the the. That's the movie. Anyway, um, so that's the kind of shit that goes on in our Discord. If you're not part of the show, um, Christmas turns into boobies. Whoa, 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 whoa. We need to talk about what the best boobies were. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that. I, I mean, refresh me. What, do you, what was your best? I, I am going to go, and, and most of these gifts were just like the ones right in Discord, but like, I mean, Lindsay Lohan. I can't oh, get over that. Gift. I watched that jiggle quite a bit. I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. Yep. And then I would scroll down and I'd find myself scrolling right back up. I just like, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I timed the time actually go back and look at them all again. <laughs> the, no, it's funny. The Katy Perry one is so weird. Yeah. Um, you know, we all know Katy Perry, but like, they really like, I, the, the thing that fascinates me is she's jumping up and down in the Elmo shirt. And this is on SNL. Yeah, um, but they really tightened her her shirt or bra or whatever. It's like it's a very tight because it, it's SNL and they had to like calm down a little bit because it's like that's not what I would expect from Katy Perry. Um, but it's like funny to see that that one really is like a bit censored in a way. Great. But uh, yeah. And then and of course, Megan Fox, who I think mm. was the biggest motive. I mean, they put her in Transformers and she was like a virtual unknown Yep. Um, and she kind of tore up Transformers. <laughs> she and was, now she's an unknown again. Yeah, she kind of went away. You know, that's how I would do it. If I ever got like super famous and made millions of dollars, I would do it for like two, three years tops and then disappear. How much money do you think she made, though? Probably not millions. Millions. I probably not in the first Transformers, but maybe like the second. I think she did the second and the third or just Megan the second. Network. They, they kicked uh, her out, but uh, yeah, she has a net worth of eight million dollars. How much more do you need? I mean, it's not a shit ton compared to other people, but that's fine. You gotta think she's getting a lot of royalties from those movies too. What yeah. did you think about Selma Hayek? Because she's she's like, how old is Selma Hayek now? I don't know. 
But I mean, we we were sharing, obviously, you know, maybe gifts from like 10, 20 years ago or so. Which is crazy. But uh, she's impressive. She's 54 now. Huh. Wow. Yeah, Selma's impressive. <laughs> so that's the stuff you're missing out on, um, folks. Missing out. You never know. Brie Larson. I mean, Allison Brie. Lots of Brie going on. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Emma Watson. That's that's always a good gift. Are you looking at them right now? Of course. Good for you. I should be doing that. Where's that Lindsay Lohan one? (laughs) Drew Barrymore had a good one. Tina Fey. And <laughs> what it was is like just somebody was one. into redheads and kept posting redheads. I don't know who they are, but yeah, I think that was I think, Jay. Yeah, I still think of all the girls though. Anna Kendrick, she's just she's just adorable. <laughs> that is true. I want to be your friend. Me too. Who doesn't? I mean, yeah, I just want to. <laughs> so join us in the Dads After Dark show. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's gotten very after dark the last week. So that is um, boobies. Number two. So what does everybody think about our new show format? I really like it, Drew. Mm. Uh, It's obviously it's a top 10. We'll talk about anything. We've taken questions. Um, We even dragged in people on the show. We talked to Dan. Um, I like that. I like that little format. I like this format. Uh, We want to hear your feedback. Tweet us. Whatever you want to do. Let us know what you think. and the voice that you've been yes. hearing doing the countdown um, is it's not my wife or anybody like that. Um, you wish. It is a professional. Her name is Sadie. And uh, we hired her to do uh, various <laughs> speech for us for the show. <laughs> that sounds um, well, there was We a few paid that... <laughs> her for services. and uh, But no, she was great. And um, she read our scripts. And, uh, you know, you'll hear let's, more from her later. Let's just say if we did reference back to question number six, this was one of John's regrets that he let go. Um, he had the opportunity <laughs> to really have Sadie do some naughty, dirty things. And honestly, I can't for sure tell you he did it. But I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and just hopefully say she only recorded what we asked. Um but John may have a little recording out there that I'm not aware of of Sadie saying something. I know. I'll just secretly write her every like few days and say, "Could you say this?" <laughs> <laughs> I I um. It's funny because when you are, I've never done that before. I mean, you're in the you're in the movie biz, um, but I've never had to like, I guess what I don't know, direct somebody where you give them dialogue to read. And you actually have to tell them how to read it. So, mm. you know, they were like, be clear how you want me to read this. Do you want me to read it flirty? Do you want me to read it um, softly? How do you want me to read it? And I'm like, I mean, like the natural British accent. Like, I mean, I've made my Siri voice a, a British lady. Mm. Um, I just love the British accent. It gets to me. So it's funny that you and I sort of settled on that. I think I might have I might have suggested it early, but you were the one that found Sadie. Um, the and then when touch. we gave her the script, yeah, we were like, all right, say this line flirty or whatever. But she actually said more lines flirty than I even specified. I think she got the clue that we really like that. We were we really dirty, like old men. <laughs> we were yeah. dirty old men and we wanted you to say shit like this. <laughs> oh boy. Um, um good old Sadie. Yeah, we love you. We love you. We want to say thank you. We miss you, Sadie. Um, we miss- we'll definitely, we'll definitely be going back to Sadie with more services in the future 
whatever that means. <laughs> and number one. Number one topic is here, folks, and it's no other because we've gone the whole episode just saying, guys, what the hell's going on with Monthly Mayhem? Well, that's why we're here because it is number one. It's the most important thing that we need to talk about this week because we have a new game announcement that's going to run from right now all the way through January 3rd. John, play the clip. The history of the royal family of Hyrule is also the history of Calamity Ganon, a primal evil that has endured over the ages. I think you are now ready. Ready to hear what happened 100 years ago. That's it. I mean, are you surprised? Probably not. But calamity. Age of Calamity it is, folks. I mean, we're all playing Hyrule Warriors. We talked about it. We're here. The and, and I think we need it right down to what we're doing because you can't just play this game and say, oh, whoever kills the most enemies. No, folks. We're bringing it back. You need to go for a hunt. You need to go for searching. You need to go looking for those favorite Korok seeds. Oh, yes. Whoever can come home with the most Korok seeds will be crowned the December Monthly Mayhem game winner, and you will have a prize of the $15 eShop credit. This um, is sadistic. We're, this is it, this it, is maybe our most sadistic one. Listen, all I'm going to say, I'm not going to tell you, I'm not a spoiler guy. There's more than 100, and there's less than 1,000. How about we say that? <laughs> Somewhere in between <laughs> there. Uh, but, folks, you're saying to yourself, oh, come on, Drew. Come on, John. I'm not buying that game. What? How do I play? How do I win? Well, we didn't forget about you because this month we're also bringing back our retro playing game of the month. And, John, why don't you tell us a little bit about that one? Yes. Yeah, so we're going to, you know, we're, we're playing the new Age of Calamity, but we're going to go back to the original the original Legend of Zelda. Um, it's available in Nintendo Switch Online. You can play it for free, but you can play it anywhere you want if you want to play it on your classic or anywhere else. Um, and it's going to be a heart hunt. Um, you know, we encourage you to go and beat the game, but we encourage you to go find hearts. And every heart that you find, we will award you two points. Now, as usual, Drew, this is not going to win you the contest, right? No, no. But this allows you to get in on the lotto. So... Um, this is just a great way to play a classic game. I might play Zelda anyway. I, might, I haven't I played might it in it so too. long. And if you start up the game, Drew, you get yeah. three hearts to start. That's... So uh, there you go. No brainer. That's six lottery balls. I mean, why not just start up the game? It's free. It's on your console. Yeah. And submit a picture to us. Yeah. What happened That's last it. month, John? I believe the person with the least lottery oh balls God. won. Yeah, the person with the least balls uh, took it home. <laughs> it just goes to show. I you mean, can anybody win. can win. And anybody. and you're playing Legend of Zelda, so you win right there. Mm. Um, so yeah, if you don't want to get involved in the uh, Hyrule Warriors. So pretty easy contest. It's a Korok hunt, and it's a heart hunt. And that's it. Yeah. Pretty simple. 
Uh, and for your submissions, as far as Age of Calamity goes, uh, your Torot seeds can be found inside your inventory. <laughs> Took me a while to find these. Why was that hard, Drew? You were I having so much know. trouble. I thought inventory. there was inventory. So there's there's the place where you can go to records, and it uh. tells you like how many people you killed, how many kilometers you've ran, how oh many God. knockouts you've had. It had all these things. I'm like, oh yeah, that's how many seeds I found. No, the only thing that makes me concerned is. Again, I don't know. I'm only through three chapters. Is if you have to spend them on something and then you they go away. If that happens, um, we could be in some big doo doo, but we'll figure it out. I'm <laughs> sure we'll show you how many of you spent or collected. We'll figure it out, folks. So take a screenshot of your inventory of how many seeds you have. And then as far as Legend of Zelda, just take a picture. I mean, I think they show your hearts on pretty much every screen. So you do your save file, you can do your game file, whatever you want. We'll 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 see it. Um, but long thing of mayhem, it's going to go all the way to January 3rd. That's that's another show we'll be recording. So, John, what do we say by noon Eastern time? We want them submitted. Noon Eastern time. Yep. That way we can get everybody. Uh, we can get the scoring done and announce the winners right away on our show. Yep. And you will see the graphic um, will be out when you listen to this over on our Discord channel. So you can remind us all. Um, and we'll talk about it. Talk about the game there. It'll be fun. But that. Is the new format that is our top 10 of the last two weeks and john what do we have happening over the next few weeks we've got an interesting couple weeks um first time a book has appeared on our list ready player two the sequel to ready player one comes out tuesday we are two days away november 24th i am so excited I didn't pre-order it i'm just going to go to my local barnes and noble and uh i'm hoping that there's a paperback I don't think the paperback comes out right away. That's why the price oh, was so high. But um, And I'm taking Wednesday off, and I might be reading all day. I don't think I want to wait and possibly have this story spoiled. I'll tell you, Ready Player One is also my second favorite book of all time. So I am psyched up and ready. Um, can't wait. That's uh, November 24th. P-Cross S5. Jesse, are you listening? November 26th comes out. P-Cross fans. I actually really enjoy Picross, but I don't know if I can ever play. I don't, I've seen Picross. videos. I just don't get it. I don't yeah. even want to try. It's, yeah. Uh, December 3rd, we talked about this earlier, Phoenix Rising mm-hmm. from Ubisoft. It's coming out. We're going to see what those reviews look like. But uh, And I think it's coming off. It's cross-platform. Um, mm-hmm. So this is going to be an exciting one. And that same day, the, the original Fire Emblem is coming out. Uh, there is a collector's edition. There is no physical release, though. The collector's edition is just swag. Um, but it's only $6 on eShop. So um, if you can't get the collector's edition, uh, 6 bucks. And uh, I'm super excited for that one. So um, that's it. We got a pretty, pretty uh, power-packed two weeks. Very exciting two weeks. Awesome. That's exciting. I'm excited for Phoenix. Definitely be uh, keeping an eye out for all that other stuff. And hey, like I said, if you guys have a game you want me to play, I might need one um, for December. So that's it by me. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. John, any last words? Catch you guys later. See you. Bye, Dads. The Dads After Dark show is a part of the Nintendo Dads family of podcasts. You can subscribe to us anywhere podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Be sure to join us on the Nintendo Dads Discord in the Dads After Dark Show channel for some naughty After Dark talk. Follow us on Twitter at NDadsAfterDark. Ask us a question and we may answer it on the show. 
That's all for tonight. Good night, dads. Sweet dreams. <laughs>